This episode is brought to you by the Roxbury Urban Dive Bar, located at 1743 Grafton Street, right there on the corner across from Scotiabank Center. Remember, get into the Roxbury Urban Dive Bar before a Moosehead game, get some cheap food, get some cheap drinks, and some great service. You'll pay a lot cheaper than you will at the Roxbury than you will inside the Scotiabank Center. Remember, $5 food all day, all night, a DJ seven nights a week, Sunday night, it's Sin Sundays. That's an industry night. $3 shots, $6 doubles, $5 pints. You will not find better prices downtown Halifax anywhere else. Wednesday, it is 90s night. On the weekend, they have the boozy brunch. $5 food, $15 pitchers of Caesar. Get rid of your hangover. Get into the Roxbury Urban Dive Bar. And remember, when you go into the Roxbury, you are supporting the high button. So once again, get into the Roxbury. Get some food. Get some service. And have a good time. And all right, we're back. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I am happy to have you here. My name is Justin Belanger. We have a great episode ahead for you. Two guests. One is returning, uh, Tyler Noseworthy. He is coming back to come on the podcast with Jackson Playfair. Jackson and Tyler, they were both roommates when they played for Dalhousie. Jackson still currently plays for Dalhousie. Uh, in the WHL, he played for the Tri-City Americans. Also, he has a famous brother, Dylan Playfair. He is the long-haired actor uh, in Letter Kenny. He's the hockey player. Very, very funny guy. Also, his dad is Jim Playfair. Uh, he's the assistant coach uh, in Arizona. Also, he has that famous freakout video where he pulls his tie, throws all those sticks on the ice, yells at the ref. Probably one of the best coaching freakout hockey videos of all time. So I'm excited to have Jackson here. I'm excited to have Tyler here. It's going to be a great podcast. Hi, Button. You know what comes next. All right, let's just jump into it here. We're going. Welcome, Jackson, Tyler. What's going on? What's up, buddy? Everyone, everyone's a little late today or things are not even. Everyone made it here on time. You got to lift the mic up. Not that way. You got to talk into the white tape. White tape. White tape. Talking to the white talk tape. Talking to the white tape. There, there you go. You got like it? That, yeah. Give me a test, test, Jackson. Test, test. All right, test, you're good to go. Test, test. Little, make it a little bit higher. Like, Ooh. great. Fuck. These, these microphones suck. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All Just right. like talk right there. Right there. there We're good. Go. Good. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Like I said in the intro, I'm happy that you're here because you know Jackson a little bit better than I do. You guys have some stories. Jackson, you got a crazy hockey resume. Your family has a crazy hockey resume. I don't even know where to start with this one. Do you know where? What should I ask first? I could ask a million things, but what do you think I should start with? Just shoot. Yeah. All what right. So, what's it like your dad being a professional hockey coach, hockey player, and traveling everywhere with him. I'm thinking, have you seen that movie Grapes? When Don, the Don Cherry story, how he just travels everywhere? Yeah, That's yeah. what I'm thinking about, Yeah, but with you. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, it's uh, it's been cool. It's one of those things that, I guess, you don't really realize the uniqueness of it until you kind of grow up and you come out of it a bit and you realize that not everyone grows up that way, you know? And I think that when you're in it, you know that it's it's special and it's unique, but you don't truly appreciate what it means to uh, just do the little things. Just come to the rink when no one's there and check it out and sit in the stalls and look at the guys' names and, and see all that. And I mean, that aspect of it for us was something that I think it uh, it took that, that, that understanding of these guys being heroes and so far away and kind of made it real. It said, it's here. You can go get this if you want. This is where you can kind of come through. And I think my dad did a good job of, 
of not pushing that, but showing it to us and just kind of saying like, this is what these guys do for work. This is their job. This is what every day they wake up and they come here instead of doing something else. And, and with that, I think right away as kids, it made us see them as, as people and less of like the big stars that they were at the time, you know, and for us growing up, that was kind of uh, the cool part that I guess coming out of it, you look back and realize, but in that, I mean, it's uh, it was a different childhood for sure growing up and going through it and traveling all over the place. I mean, I loved it as a kid. It was always fun to, to pack up and move. And it usually always came on two spectrums. It was either dad was getting hired and promoted and we were going up or dad is getting shit canned and we were getting <laughs> fired heading somewhere else. But... But either way, it just uh, it kind of it came with the emotions and the ups and downs and and looking back on it now, it's a cool childhood going through it. I think it was it was something that I was lucky to have and and it was uh, it was definitely unique, but it was fun and I uh, got to experience a lot of cool things, got to kind of live all over the place and, and learn that the world is not that big of a place when you really get to travel around and meet different people and and do all that. So wasn't wow. uh wasn't one of his jobs in st john yeah yeah, yeah so that's that was like a while ago right yeah man yeah. so that was in uh i think he got hired in 99 or 98 maybe and then yeah. they won the calder cup there in 2001 i think yeah 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 i remember you telling me about that i was like not your first time in the maritimes which is hilarious because <laughs> like everyone always asked me like why do you come back like what was like part of your reason because i was out west yeah since i was like i think we moved out to calgary when i was nine We've been out there ever since and then playing the Western League and all that. And legit, I just remembered being a kid and like being down at Harbor Station and St. John. <laughs> and I thought it was the coolest. And like the team was so good and I was young and they won all the time. And then they ended up winning the Calder Cup. And those are kind of the big moments you look back on. And you're like, holy shit, like that was crazy. Like they won the Calder Cup. And like as soon as the game ended, we like crawled over the glass, like out on went onto the ice. Like my dad had security, we jumped Unreal. on the ice, and like my brother was skating around on like guys' shoulders and stuff like that. And those are the stuff you look back on. And I think that really did like resonate in me. I was like, I love the East Coast. Like I love all yeah. these like things yeah. that we got to do. And coming back, I mean, there's times it's hilarious. We walk down the street and I get like the smell of like the East Coast air. And I'm like, oh, yeah. man, <laughs> yeah. this is the same thing as when I was eight years old, like going down to Harbor Station. So, yeah, that's, that's the cool part about growing up kind of yeah. all over, you know. Because when you're younger, like when we lived in Halifax, you think of the Mooseheads. It's just like, that's it. That's yeah. the show right there. Yeah. And you actually got to experience the show as a young kid. And you got to go behind the scenes. So I couldn't imagine, like, back when I'm watching the Moose says the game's over, I get to go in the room and talk to the guys. Like, yeah. my head would just be blown. And you actually got to do that on a different level. Like, come on. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, no, we were we were super lucky, man. And, and that was the cool part about it was it taught, it taught us so much about the game and life, in a sense, just being able to read and understand what that meant to be around those people, you know. And it's hard when, you, when you're kids and you just want to run around and, steel sticks and steel tape and bubble gum and all this and <laughs> and it was and my dad had to really instill it at the young age that like hey there's times and places for all that but when you're in the room after he's got spanked yeah. six two yeah. you can't be running around yeah. acting like a little kid if you want to be here so yeah. that was kind of like i guess you look back on it and and, and then with uh, the guys the guys like having you around because they understand it and they have their own kids and and all that kind of stuff so there's definitely the cool memories of just chatting with some of those guys, you know, yeah. and just being able to uh, to just kind of 
just I mean you're a kid so you don't really understand the fact that they're all millionaires or that they're doing this or that yeah. you're kind of just like it's a guy you yeah. know and the funny story that when they were on their uh, when they went on the run there in 2004 um, my dad was the assistant coach and the city was insane like they was I've never seen it. I was talking with my roommate the other day like you didn't see a car in Calgary that didn't have like at least two if not four of those like flags that come out you oh, know, yeah. you, like, oh stick yeah on the window man you drive down Deerfoot and there would just be flags all over the highway because like as soon as you unroll your window they'd yeah. fall right off anyways the city was nuts and we were down there and my uh my dad took us to the rink on an off day when no one was around we were skating on the ice and stuff and he had some work to do after we were done so we were just hanging out in the room checking out the guys stalls and stuff like that and <sighs> so we go home <laughs> I'm dude. jealous listening <laughs> so we go home and like two days later, my dad comes home. He's like, he's so like my dad's the most emotional guy, but he's like got that like like the coach like stone cold look to him. But then like as a family man, he's like an emotional guy. So he comes home, he's got tears in his eyes, and he's like, Austin, my little brother at the time is like probably five, maybe five or six, and he's like, did you draw these? And they're a bunch of like pictures like of the guys hosting the Stanley Cup, like and there's like a Ginla and like Kippersoff, Robin Gear, and all these like different guys drawn out on a piece of paper, and he. He had, like, written them out and then went and put them underneath, like, all the guys' stalls, like, in the room. So the guys, like, seen them and brought them. They're like, Jimmy, like, I think those are your boys. And my dad was, like, crying. My little brother's like, yeah, like, I'm telling them they need to win the cup. Like, <laughs> leave them. He's like, leave them in their stall. My dad's like, okay, like, I'll tell them. I'll tell them. But, yeah, man, like, and that's the stuff. I mean, it's cool because you hear these kids now coming up that are playing the NHL. And they have they all have their stories, you know, of, yeah. of these guys. and. I mean, it, it is. You're you're lucky to realize that, that that's a small percentage of kids that get to experience that. And I think that no matter what it is, you love going to your, to work with your dad or doing what he's doing or checking it out. And for a long time, that's what it was. It was just going to work with dad, checking it out. And yeah. looking back now, it's like, damn, that was it was cool. Yeah, you'd still love to be doing that. Oh man, sure. yeah, I know. Every go. day, I'm like, fuck, <laughs> I can go back. <laughs> well, that's sick, man. What an opening story <laughs> like wow incredible yeah so well what kind of teammate is he uh nosy oh he's a good teammate, he's I, a good I teammate? Always, yeah he's a good teammate good roommate yeah yeah i always enjoyed uh enjoyed his company on and off the ice yeah yeah we uh i think would have been so it was your first year it was my first year too my only year i think we uh you know, we we were rewarded with our ice time uh, a little bit differently, being first year guys. Okay. But uh, you know, I went I went to the game last night there uh, when they were playing Saint X, and you know, Jax is playing a big role now, so it was good to see. And I actually had uh, well, we had our our major Bantam team there watching last night, okay. so uh, tried to use that as like a, an educational tool. Yeah. You know, I was we were basically like, you know, bring a notepad and a pen and and watch a guy play in your position, and so like afterwards we kind of chatted about it and the, the boys were picking out uh players and stuff like that and chat and oh number uh number 18 on dow was playing well i was like oh yeah it's my buddy yeah no, so it's yeah there you go good stuff yeah did the kids go down and talk after the game or they just no so it's it's you know i was gonna say something there Jax was was talking about how you know if you're if you're a kid in the in the locker room you know you got to be able to read a situation of whether or not you just lost or you just won kind of know the energy and I was telling uh, telling Alds there. I was like, man, if 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 Dow wins, like, there's a good chance we could pop the boys down, and maybe Don's would uh, like address them and just kind of say, you know, 
Yeah. You, know, you boys saw the speed out there, you know, make sure you listen to your coaching staff, yada, yada, that type of stuff. But yeah. I was like, ah, oh, they yeah. lost a tough one. It was a great game. And I was like, you know, probably not the best time to go down and yeah. ask Don's to address a bunch of kids. I'm sure he would have. Yeah. But it's, you know, you got to you gotta read the situations, right? Would it have been appropriate yeah. last night if they came down? Oh, man, last night was tough. Yeah, it was a tough <laughs> one, yeah. We blew a couple leads. But oh. the, other, the other thing that's important about that, too, is I think it's, you want to make sure that when those kids get the opportunity to have impressionable moments like that, they're, they're good moments for yeah. them, you know? Yeah. And I think for any kid and, and, and being around people who have that kind of, um, not saying that, that we do being at Dow, but that impressionability on, on people, it's important that if you only get a moment to talk to them, that you can give them that your best moment. Yeah. You know? and, and I think that that's a big thing about any level of sports is, you don't want to have the guy kind of just in not even a moment, not really thinking, kind of blow a kid off, and all of a sudden yeah. that kid gets turned off. Yeah, by, you know? yeah exactly. So, yeah. No, that's probably a good good read, but yeah, yeah, no, we've uh, we were uh, you're together for one year. It was a hell of a year. Yeah, <laughs> good good rookie campaign. Yeah, it was yeah. a great rookie campaign. There you go. Guys, I had the pleasure of living with uh, Mr. Stephen Johnson as well. Oh, man. <laughs> you guys, all Hong three Kong. of you lived together. Yeah, yeah. Where'd you guys live at? We were basically campus. like, yeah, on campus, like right across the street. Uh, From the, like. What's that building there? Like the Killam parking lot? Yeah, there? like the. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, right, yeah, yeah. basically on campus, like could have thrown a rock at it. Oh, Jesus. But uh, yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah, it was I'm good sure times. that was fun, eh? We, we, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we started out hosting the parties, but then yeah. uh, our landlord didn't like that too much. So uh, it got transferred uh, to another player's house. But yeah, yeah. it was good. There you go. Well, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, I want to talk to you about your dad in the in the freakout. Yeah, absolutely. Do you, do you get sick of people asking you about it? Uh, I don't know. Not really. No, I, I would. mean, <laughs> no. Honestly, it's not. It's just something that always just it's got to be. It, it comes up, right? But it's uh, honestly, man, it was one of those things that, again, I guess being in it, it's hard to kind of step out and look at it yeah. until. You get to a point where you're like, holy shit, that was kind of a big deal. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. Or like 10 years later and it's still on SportsCenter. I'm like, all right, like, let's cool it a bit. But 10 years later, <laughs> yeah. like, literally. Greatest freakouts. Crazy, yeah. man. And like every once in a while, one of the boys would be like, seen your dad? And I'm like, yeah, I know. Probably wasn't a good interview. Right? Like, it definitely was the one thing that you, I know you seen him on. But, yeah. uh, no, the, the story behind it's actually kind of funny. So my, uh, my little brother was a stick boy because my dad was coaching the Abbotsford Heat at the time, which okay. was Calgary's uh, farm team. Yeah. And so my little brother was a stick boy, and I was going through, like, in BC, it's, like, the team BC, like, U15s, I think it is, or U16s, maybe. Okay. And uh, we, like, go to, like, a you go to the rink, and then they house the kids for the weekend or whatever. You, like, bring your bag. It's, like, a tryout camp. So I was there for, it was, like, a Friday, Saturday, Sunday thing. And when we got there Friday, they took all of our phones away and it was just, we were all like hanging out, all the kids trying out. So I was there for the whole weekend. So it was Friday or Saturday night. He gets kicked out and the whole like shabacle goes down. And then Sunday, I still don't know what's going on because we're all like, no one really knew what happened yet. And then the next day, my mom came to my game and like after we finished the game, we were getting our phones back, like whatever after that. So I see my mom and I'm like, I kind of heard something about it, but I was like, what, like, what happened? And she's like, oh, your dad just got kicked out of the game last night. And he's gotten kicked out before. Like, it's not like a huge deal. It doesn't happen all the time, but he gets kicked out here and there. So I'm like, oh, whatever. So I get my phone and 
at the time I was going to school and like at the Okanagan Hockey Academy, which is in Penticton. Okay. So it was like a boarding school and we had some European guys on our team and they were back for like school break in Europe and they were texting me being like, yo, like, have you seen the video of your dad? And I was like, <laughs> what? So I'm like, this is way bigger than I thought it was. I got to stop you for a sec. Back then, do they have the fo- iPhones? Like, can you see video? No. Okay. So this you got to find like, a computer. Yeah. Okay, okay, and like, okay. I'm like, I'm like on my flip phone. Like I'm dialing like. Yeah, like like this one, you know, so <laughs> I uh, I'm like, oh, boy. So I get home and I'm not kidding, man. I walk in the house and my mom is making dinner and like my dad's sitting on the couch and I literally just like drop my bag and I look at him I'm like, what happened? And he was like, oh, like it wasn't that big of a deal. Like, blah, blah, blah. I got kicked out. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. Like as he's talking, TSN's playing on the background and they cut the break. And as they cut the break, it's just him annihilating sticks <laughs> off the bench. <laughs> And I just look at him and I'm like, are you serious right now? And he's like, he literally looks at me. He's like, just wait, just wait. And just he rips wait. his jacket off. And I'm just like, Jesus, man. And I'm like, that's not good. And he's like, well, he's like, you got to hear the story. So he's always telling me about the whole, like what happened and everything. And I'm like, man, I mean, I never thought it would be that big. And then it just kept blowing up. It was one of those things that just kept getting more yeah. hits and more traction in them. I mean, and think about it. That wasn't even in the social media age. Imagine no, if that no. happened today. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Well, it's crazy. still relevant. Yeah. Like it's still in the sure. top five somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Always, man. It's all. That's the thing. It doesn't even move down the list. So like goes up. Yeah. Nothing more up. insane happens no. than that. Like just lately. Like, so. Yeah. yeah. No, it's funny. But uh, it's, yeah, he, he, well, it's actually hilarious because what ended up happening in the whole thing would all shut out is uh the league like reviewed it all and what happened on the play was they like they ran the goalie like or something and then we went back and ran the goalie and it was kind of a questionable call so they were going at it and then he freaked out or whatever but when the league reviewed the whole thing they actually took the guy so they, the guy who ran the goalie got a 10 and a 2 and like got kicked out of the game yeah and they actually took his penalty minutes away so they like rescinded the call in the league which is kind of crazy and then they didn't find him but he had to pay like i think he had to pay like 750 bucks to reebok because like the league had a reebok deal for their sticks yeah and like you can't break like if you break a stick on yeah. purpose it's like a 250 fine <laughs> oh, so they man. had like video of him breaking and they're like yeah you gotta write a check to reebok my dad's like are you serious right now they're like yeah <laughs> so that was all he got fined for it that's incredible. Yeah. To hear that story behind the scenes is awesome. <laughs> yeah. You're all just in the kitchen. You guys are watching. Just wait. Yeah. Just watch this. Oh, it's nuts, man. It is nuts. And I'm like, you do know everyone's going to think you're a complete psycho at home. And he's like, well, I'm not. So like, <laughs> tell <laughs> them I'm not. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Well, your dad's going to be watching this probably. So we'll yeah. see that you told the right story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're not crazy, man. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, so yeah, your brother, an actor as well, plays a big role in Letter Kenny. Probably one of the funnier hockey characters I've ever seen. It's really hard to portray a hockey character and not make it look phony. I think your brother does a great job at it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, tell me about your brother's background. How did he get involved in acting? And the day he landed the role, was there? A, did you guys go out for dinner, celebrate? I don't know. Like yeah, yeah, give me something. yeah. No. Uh, it's actually a crazy story. His whole, I mean, the I, first off, the best part about Dylan that I always say to people is, I'm like, the reason Riley is such a good actor is because that's Dylan off screen. Like he doesn't yeah. change much when he oh, like yeah. when he comes off the screen. He's a little bit, but like yeah. he's he, like, and that's just his personality. Is he's just he runs high and he's just like he's always he's always got that energy with him. But 
Um, yeah, it was crazy, man. You know what? He, uh, when I was 17, he was, uh, I was trying out for junior A in Langley in the BCHL and he had played the year before in Merritt. Um, and he was going into his 19 year old year and, uh, it was 20 year old year maybe. And they ended up cutting him like at the, at the deadline. So he was kind of in the middle of maybe staying in hockey. He wasn't sure what he was going to do, but he wasn't really the I mean, he didn't really throw up tons of numbers and he was kind of scrapping his way through and he wasn't sure if he wanted to keep doing it. And he's not a huge guy. So push came to shove. And I remember he called me one day and, and I was like, well, what do you want to do? Like, do you want me to try and get you a tryout here? Or like, what are you thinking? And he, he just so calmly on the phone, he goes, you know what, man, I'm going to move to Vancouver. and I think I'm going to become an actor. And I was like, yeah, dude, that's awesome. Like, <laughs> like, and he had, sick. he had shown a little bit of it. Like, I think he was in like a high school play, but it was never anything that he really like. I genuinely thought he wanted to pursue, you know, and uh, just went down, moved into Vancouver, kind of went through the steps, went to school for a bit, and then things just kind of started to take off for him. He uh, he was playing on a hockey team, which is actually the Letterkenny story is hilarious. So he's playing on this hockey team, just beer league in Vancouver through some other buddies he'd met through acting and stuff like that. And uh, Jared Kiso, who created the show, yeah. him and Nate Dales both played on the on the hockey team. And they just started making the, these Letterkenny problem videos. Like skits? Yeah. Just a short skits. Just like those, yeah. those YouTube things. That's how it started, right? Oh, really? Yeah. They were three minutes, like literally two three-minute skits. Um, and they I don't know how many of them they had, but originally all it was was like, Jared Kiso and Nate Dales, and they were they were going back and f it was just like single shots. So like shoot, Kiso would like say something, and then it would shoot to Dales. He would say something, and they just go back and forth with just the quick like, like the farmers you're talking exactly, about, right? Like yeah, the, the low farmer guys. Like yeah, the low, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So the two farmer guys. So they were doing those, and I think they had probably four of them, and they were just talking about like problems that you have growing up in, in these small towns. And then they wanted to make a hockey player one. And so they came to the rink one day and it was kind of those things like, Hey, come out. We're filming out in Chilliwack. It, the, the thing hadn't really quite taken off yet. And Dylan and um, his buddy, Andrew, her who plays uh, Jonesy, they went out and it was the honest to God. It was like a case of beer, hang out kind of thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> film it. And they had an idea in their head and, and they shot it. And, it just another thing just blew up just yeah. hit hit youtube and and it really went off and i think it kind of just it resonated in in so many people in canada at least that the hockey player you could finally kind of connect to it where the farmers was hilarious if you understood that world yeah. if you yeah if you knew knew a farmer in a small yeah. town of wherever it was hilarious but everybody knows the junior hockey beat. Yeah. Like everybody knows They that combine guy. like the small town farm with the small town junior hockey yeah, team. Like exactly. kind of life, right? Like, yeah. With the exactly. hot sister. And, yeah. Right? yeah. Like, and I, <laughs> no, you go. I was just going to say, I think that that's really where they, yeah. where the show just kind of, it, it hit us, it, it hit a spark and took off was they, they connected those pieces of just, we got our base now and we're just going to keep growing it. And, and then after that, they just, you know what? I mean, have them watch them grow and they give them credit they 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 stayed with it and they didn't they wanted to make make sure that they kept their creative ability to write and direct and do it their way and in that it kind of took them time to take off and they didn't really go to like right away going to a tv or whatever they kind of held off for a bit now they've gone to crave but now it's kind of all taken off and worked out for yeah. them to to get to a point where they get to jared uh still writes all the episodes and they still kind of have all the control they want in it. So 
it's cool, man. It's been kind of one of those things that it seems like it's happened so fast, but it's been a kind of a slow growing process for him every day, you know? And I mean, the biggest thing is, is they like talking to Dylan. It's, it's, it's kind of a team mentality they have with that show and, and yeah. everybody loves everybody. And, and they, they're so close as a group of people that, that are just happen to be working together. And I think that's part of the reason why they do so well. And people do see it as such a funny show because it's genuine. Like they film in Sudbury, Ontario, and all the majority of the people on the show are from a small town or they have somebody they know is from a small town. And they yeah. get they get their character and they play it as closely as they can. And I think they all do a great job. Like, yeah, it's really well done. It's interesting how you say like that is who your brother is off screen. Because when I said at the beginning, I was like, he portrays a junior hockey player player so well. And yeah. it's funny. You just go, yeah, well, that's yeah. just who he is. It's not it acting. It's oh, just it's hilarious, too, because he's got for his like he is as close to that character as he can be. And then he grows, but he's a layer. Like we talk about it all the time. And he's like, man, he's like, I literally just picture some of the guys that I grew up with playing like Bantam triple A, triple A. Some of those guys that you just knew that were like the hockey beauty, beauty. Yeah. He's like, I just try and be that guy on camera <laughs> as much as I can be. But, um, you know, it's one of those things that he's not, I mean, as much as he is acting, it's really just kind of joking around with your buddy, you know? Yeah. And, and that's so much of hockey is joking around, trying to get guys to laugh, trying to get guys to have fun, loosen up. And, and when you're on a set like that, I think that's what a lot of it is, is it's a bunch of funny people trying to make each other laugh. And eventually they just capture they, it on camera. Exactly. And that's what yeah. he says is he says a lot of the times they're shooting, they have their scripts, but they'll just keep rolling after they shoot and guys just keep going. And I mean, you've been in a locker room where you sit there and drink beers for three hours after practice, yeah. after a game, because yeah. you're like, you don't want to leave. Like this yeah. is the best place to be. The funniest yeah. guys are in this yeah. room. And yeah. I think that that's what they have going there. So it's, it's really cool. It's really, it's really, and it's, uh, keep going. Oh, you're good. No, yeah. Keep going. I'm going to hang it up. Keep <laughs> no worries. It's uh it's such a family based based setup like that. And they're, and they're so close, like all the guys in the show and uh, they're all good buddies. They all hang out together and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I know they're doing, it's awesome, man. It's so cool to see him doing well. For Sick. Sure. And you said he's living in Vancouver now and a like a, uh, not a frat host, but, uh, yeah, well, he tell just, the story. He just graduated. So he, uh, you know what? They lift the mic up just a little oh, bit. Here. It's all good. He, um, he lived in Vancouver in this house with, uh, it was like legit a trap house, but it was <laughs> a little <laughs> bit nicer, house. a little bit nicer. And they, uh, there's like five of them and actually it's really cool. They, uh, kind of all randomly met just through needing somewhere to live and being a buddy of a buddy and kind of stuff like that. And he's kind of got a good group of friends that he's been buddies with now for probably eight years in Vancouver, but they used to live in this house on the, the street was called East Boulevard yeah. and there's a bunch of them that live there and they ended up. Like one of the kids got into music and doing art design and then Dylan got into acting and they've all kind of went into their own creative backgrounds and they've all started companies based off of East Boulevard. So like East Boulevard's kind of their their label that they do everything under. So Dylan has a film company and his buddy's got a music com or record label and stuff like that. So um cool. they lived in that house for like ever and kind of all got started there and then the house got black mold so they all had to move out <laughs> so uh by the time that happened um they rented a place up the street in vancouver and it's uh my little brother's living there and my older brother actually uh within the past kind of year and a half i uh, met a girl and got pretty serious and they moved in together and they actually just got engaged uh two weeks ago three weeks ago Shit. yeah Jesus. yeah so he's growing up slowly yeah. but uh 
but yeah, I know it's cool. And, and, and that's kind of one of those things that, that it's been cool to see Dylan kind of has had with his friends. Now my little brother's going through it and stuff like that, but just being around creative people and kind of feeding each other and keeping each other kind of going on what they want to do and, and making sure that everyone's kind of chasing, chasing their, their dreams and doing what they want to do. And his house kind of instilled that in him and it's kind of, it's been working out for him. I mean, he's doing well and unreal, man. Yeah. Cool yeah. family. Yeah. Is he uh, like, is he getting like other opportunities within acting and like, yeah. cause it's, I mean, like you said, like that's big, ba- that, that character is basically him. Yeah. Right. So like, has he kind of, is he trying to form like a, like new personas and stuff because he's got things like up and coming, like yeah. kind of on his plate right now or. Yeah. Well, that was the thing that like, he kind of, um, when he first got into it, he actually got like quite a few like hockey player specific roles. Like yeah. he got, um, that letter County role and then kind of, it was kind of during slash before also he was getting a bunch of other roles as a hockey player he yeah. did the uh um the gordy house story with it was, so it was the same one as the grapes yeah. on cbc but CBC. it was just it was like a five-part series or whatever and it was for yeah. gordy howe so he played mark howe uh gordy's son in that and then just did a couple other things with with just because he had the look of, yeah. of the hockey yeah. player kind of thing so it was easy for him and I don't think he ever consciously decided he wanted to do less of it. I think he just, I think he likes that that's kind of his role for that show. But yeah. I don't think he wants to be only doing that, that guy. Yeah. yeah. So he, uh, his two biggest things are he got, um, he got in doing um, a show with Disney. Uh, kind of, it's like a made for TV or made, yeah, made for TV show. Where okay. the, you know, I guess when we were kids, it was probably like, I guess high school music was kind of past our age, but that idea of okay, shows, yeah. you know, it's called descendants and it's, uh, so he did the second one and then they just filmed the third one this summer. So, I mean, he's, he's been working for Disney and then getting gigs doing, he's got a couple of shows on Netflix right now. Um, unreal. Yeah. That's sick. If you keep, that's busy, where you want to be. If you Netflix. keep busy as an actor yeah. out West Vancouver, like you're set. <laughs> unreal. Crazy. Yeah. And that's his thing is, is the Descendants show is all, um, LA based actors for the most part. And they, they just fly them up to Vancouver. Yeah, and they yeah. put them up in like a, it's crazy. They put them up in a hotel and put them there for like three months while they film and stuff like that. But I mean, it's so close. Like you're only a two yeah. and a half hour flight, right? To yeah. get down there. So it's so much cheaper to make a movie or television show in Vancouver rather than LA. So it's just boom in that industry. That's why I was yeah. out in Vancouver. Like I did some background acting. I'm actually pretty sure. Eh. I was going to say maybe I was in The Descendants. I don't think so. But there's just a shitload of things out there to work in. Yeah. Even if you're not like a star like your brother, like you yeah. can be in a background industry yeah. and still make good money. Oh, it's crazy. So much, so everyone much. Everyone that's kind of been and is going through it is saying that Vancouver is blowing up the same way. I mean, they kind of say it's like L.A. 10 years ago. I don't know if it'll get to that extent, but yeah. exactly the way the dollar is at and how they can film at that cost up in, up in Vancouver. Everything's yeah. growing. And then... Obviously, with that, all the other parts of being in films grows with yeah. makeup and this and that and all those things. So, yeah, it's sweet. And, I mean, Vancouver's beautiful. I love it. I, I go back there in the in the summers when I can and stuff like that. And um, he's a big proponent of it, saying that you don't need to be down in L.A. So, I mean. No, you don't. It's really mm-hmm. kind of just getting if you can get busy and stay busy then you're you're good to go and he's he's i mean for as much as i say he's lucky enough he works hard at what he does to to get to that point but it's um it's one of those things you just catch a break and then stay with it and you just run with it yeah 
Unreal. Yeah. Um, switch topics here. So what's it like training with Austin Matthews in Arizona? Oh, man. I was, <laughs> I was lucky. It was... Uh, <laughs> I was lucky. It was crazy, man. He... Uh, it was cool because, again, I think... You gotta lift it a bit. So, oh, right, sorry, yeah, it's all good. There you go. Um, I think that, like I kind of said earlier, is is being around those people and 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 at least being under being able to understand that for as much as he was is was and is such an exceptional talent, he's a person and he's he's a guy who wants to hang out and do what you want to do and yeah, I keep forgetting he's just the best player in the NHL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that, and that's the funny part is that we kinda we got a I was lucky enough that there's just a great group of guys down there that when we moved down I didn't know anybody and, and that's kinda how it went. Um growing up with our life. You kinda moved to a new city in the first year you really didn't have any friends i mean you have buddies and friends but it's not like your buddy you've known for 10 years kind of thing you know and and you got to find a way to find a group of guys that'll open up their circle of friends and kind of welcome you in and and i think that everywhere you go there's great people that'll do that and and we got lucky that um one of my first years there just kind of playing against a guy i knew who's um played in the western league and stuff like that uh he'd been jt barnett lived down in vancouver and he kind of introduced us to everybody and got us into the hockey circle i guess down there and then hockey community is great welcoming right yeah Yeah. exactly and so we got a good group of guys down there that was about eight of us for probably four years we all trained and skated together and and then that's the thing is because it's you're in arizona not i mean halifax or toronto or somewhere like that where I mean, I had no business being on the ice with some of these guys, but they needed bodies, and yeah. I was there, so I was a junior hockey player. So you're out on the ice with some of the best players in the world. Skate with Don? Yeah, skate with Don. I mean, we worked out with Don. I got to know Don really well, living down in Arizona. He's just such a such a good guy. Like yeah. he's just such a good person, and in every aspect of of the word, and such a professional and um that's the thing we got really lucky we were training at uh, a facility down there called exos which is um sounds legit it's legit yeah <laughs> i always joke i'm like it's like global gym like you literally just feel better than everybody You're like, <laughs> losers i'm here to work out but uh no it's uh it's, it was a great facility and so all the nhl guys who'd stay there they would train there and then again, just because of this kind of a numbers game, we all got to work out together. And so um, I was, again, so lucky that for two years I got to work out with Shane Doan and Derek Morris and a couple NHL guys who'd been in the game for a long, long time. And um, so, yeah, then going back, the, again, working out with those guys and seeing the level of, of effort and, and what they put in every day to, to be at the level they, they are, it's, it's something that kind of just – it, it just perks you up when you're that young and you're there and you, you understand it and you see it and it's like, all right, if I want to get close to going anywhere, like I got to get to something that resembles yeah. this work ethic. Yeah. And, and that's, that's crazy. And I think in saying that, I think some guys, I think some guys that's something that's just deep down and you can't take that from guys. And I think you can, I think you can work on that and stuff like that. But I mean, working out with Austin Matthews, I think the one thing that I learned from the time he walked in the gym is he's one of the most competitive like hardest working people I've ever met in my life. And he's not the guy that's going to get in your face and be competitive, but at the same time he expects to win and beat you at uh, absolutely yeah. anything. Yeah. How funny is that? Is. Like yeah. you hear that same story with McKinnon, with Crosby, yeah. with yeah. all these guys, you just yeah. hear that competitive nature is ridiculous. Yeah. No, it's crazy. It's all it is. We used to go play basketball and like in Arizona, 
it's like stays a hundred degrees till like forever. So you can go play basketball <laughs> oh, yeah. in the dark and like <laughs> we'd always wait for the street lights to come on. So it's a little bit like less, I mean, you try and not die out there, but so we'd always go out and just play like two on two and three on three. And man, like he'd be going up for rebounds, throwing elbows at guys and just like giving it. And like, we'd literally be like pop because everyone in this, like down in Arizona calls him poppy. I'd be like, Poppy, like, you can't be elbowing us. Like, we don't want to play like that, man. <laughs> he's like, he literally just looked at us and be like, if you want to go in the paint, like, that's what's going to happen. Like, you got to get your elbows up. And, I mean, then again, the guy's just a freak, too. Like, I think the first, one of the first days we were working out together, he was, like, 16 or 17. And we're hang cleaning. And this guy walks up and, like, hang cleans 225. Like, it's nothing. This is warm-up set. He's got, like, 275 on the bar. I'm like squatting 140 feeling like a beauty i'm like oh, i'll do some deadlifts they're like yeah it's hand clean i'm like not for me but yeah and i i mean that's the thing is from that it, like when you see somebody like that and you see it behind the scenes it's it all kind of the, the puzzle gets put together when you see him working out yeah. and you see him putting the effort in and stick handling and shooting and all this kind of stuff it's like yeah he's he's gonna be i mean it's great to see what he's doing and I've always said to the guys, I'm like, he's going to be insane. Like, it's just, it's not going to stop because oh, yeah. like I, that, that's the kid who's going to elbow you in the face, go get the ball and, yeah. and pick up basketball. That's the guy who's going to play his, his heart out every game. So talk about the market that he's allowed to play, not allowed that he is playing in. Oh man. Just he, wow. That's it. That, that was so like lucky, right? Cause you yeah. go from, so he he's in Arizona playing hockey his whole life until yeah. you know you get to the U18s and then you you go to yeah. Europe and stuff. But Smallest hockey market. Yeah, talk about going from there to being drafted first overall by the Toronto Maple Leafs. Biggest hockey market, right? Crazy. It's insane, man. Like he's probably just like in his element. There. Like, oh, <laughs> oh. dude, and that's the thing is, I think I think for the Canadian kids. Uh, the story coming up is, oh, he's so engulfed by hockey. Like, yeah. He just, like, Crosby just loves hockey yeah. so much. They, they love, and I think that Austin had that love, but it, it couldn't grow the same yeah, way. Yeah, no, it know? was kind of sheltered a bit. Yeah. yeah. Wait, I, wait, wait, what do you mean? I mean, in, that, in the sense of, like, like he didn't he didn't get to go to the hockey tournaments and, oh, and everyone sorry, okay. see yeah, him as okay. the best. And, like, he didn't get the prodigy of, like, Crosby and McKinnon, these kids where they're when they're, like, four years old, they're yeah. like, this guy's going to be in the NHL. Yeah. He's, he's, he's the guy. He's yeah, the guy. this is the guy. And we already know. And yeah. <laughs> I think in that, it, it kind of it, it made it, it – you can never explain to somebody the Toronto hockey market. And, we'd, and that's the thing is, like, we'd be driving, and the summer he got drafted was kind of – probably the summer – like that he got drafted in june so that summer before it was kind of the the most we hung out we were all trained together and um he was kind of living at our place here and there and uh i was i remember telling him i'm like man like you don't get it like yeah. you don't and he's like no no like i know like i know it's a, like i get it like and i'm like dude i'm telling you like you know how like steve nash was a big deal when he played for the suns like that's nothing like you're you don't even, you won't be able to walk around in toronto like yeah. it's not like you're just gonna live in toronto and be living there like you're gonna be living in your house in the rink and that's yeah. it like, and then what did he say when you said that to him he, again it's it's one of those things he's like yeah like i know like they're gonna like it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be crazy and then his first year i got to i was lucky i got to go up there and watch him play and we went for uh dinner the next day and he was just oh. like, you just said that casually. <laughs> you just said that like, okay. <laughs> but he was just like, yeah, dude, it's nuts. <laughs> He's like, it's insane. Like it's, it, and it, it is, it's oh, such fuck. a, I mean, it's such a different world. Like, I don't even think you can even comprehend or understand like 
that life. Like, oh. I mean, even listening to like the spit and chicklets and stuff like that, it's like it. It's a whole other world. I'm sweating right now listening to yeah. you. Like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah. we went to dinner the next day, and then Austin was like, oh, yeah, man. I'll call the escort service yeah. so they can pick us up in a, <laughs> in a vehicle in a dark car and hide us. Oh, really. man. Oh, and then all the boys are going to roast me. They're like, stop talking about Poppy when you go on podcast. Poppy. All people want to talk about. Like, what are you saying? Why, why Poppy? Uh, his mom's from Mexico. So she's... Uh, are Poppies she, big in Mexico? No, just like like... Like, you know how, like, ah, how like, yeah, you know oh, how people papi. say that. Yeah, oh, yeah, like, it's like okay, a Mexican okay. thing. Um, okay. I get it. I don't know where I. I get honestly. I like, that was before I ever met him. Like that was when he was just a young little guy. They started calling him Poppy. Um, I think I believe kind of what the backstory is is he skates with this uh, Russian skills coach down in Arizona named Boris. Uh, I know that guy. Yeah, I know him. Know of him. Yeah, yeah. I think he's. Yeah, everyone's kind of. Um, he's becoming gaining some notoriety and he's got these like insane like drills and like all this stuff that they got these kids doing. And I mean, you look at it, it's works, it's worked out for him for sure. But I think it kind of started from that kind of thing where he was skating with this guy and this guy was started calling him poppy or something like that. But uh, that could stick. Yeah. yeah. I want to yeah. get back to the dinner though. Where, where, was it like mayhem when you guys went out to dinner where people no. keep coming up to you guys or are you in a booth? Yeah. The no. curtain or something? No, we actually, uh, we went for I figured I think they were leaving that night or something. So we went out at like four o'clock, and we just went to like a sushi restaurant down the street. Oh, okay, and no one was really okay. there. He was kind of just chilling by himself when we walked in. But he said the craziest thing was when he really first time was like, "Oh my god!" Was um, I guess where the players park uh, at the arena? There's like underneath the Air Canada Center. Yeah, okay. it's underneath the. So they had drive down a ramp underneath yeah. the the arena, or whatever, and they come up. And he said, like, him and Marner used to, like, carpool to the games. But then fans, like, realized what car was Marner's. And because, like, when you come out, that's just so, like, you're right in downtown, right? So it's so congested. And, like, it's easy to kind of follow cars, like, on the sidewalk. Oh, you know? yeah. Because, like, it's They're not mo- People move as fast yeah, at exactly, some points. Yeah, exactly. So he said that, like, they'd leave. And all of a sudden, they'd look back. And there'd be, like, 20 people just, like, mobbing after the car. Like, trying. And they'd be, like, <laughs> cutting down streets, trying to, like, lose people. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, oh, dude. Man. He said it's crazy. So then he said after that, they had to start getting, like, rides to the rink. And, or they'll, like wait for everyone to leave and stuff like that yeah. but i wonder if they get like cars following them after the game or if it's like yeah, do you think man. people like want to know where he lives downtown toronto like a car would follow him well i mean people are crazy so people yeah they're nuts man like, like seriously like, you'd have to get like a like a, a blacked out uber or something like yeah. to every game so yeah. that it it was a different looking vehicle like pulling in it could have been any one of the players right but yeah man if it's, it's a first overall pick they're oh and they know it they're yeah. chasing right yeah yeah, that's yeah. I mean, it's that's scary. It's yeah. another world. When was that? When you uh, when you went to see him? Was that that was my cause he second got, year? It was your second year. Okay, his yeah. First year, yeah, yeah. So he was his draft year was was when we played together, right? And he was yeah. still in uh, Swiss. Yeah, his, yeah so, okay. his, so yeah, our first year together was yeah. when he was playing in Switzerland. Yeah, because I remember, yeah, the following year you were playing, I was I was gone away. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was watching that the first game where he scored four goals. I was texting you. I was like, Dude, this is a hot start crazy. if I've ever seen one. Crazy. Forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, crazy, man. It's That's insane. just one of the memories of, like, yeah. of him. And how he, oh, it's third year in the NHL right now. Yeah. And think of how many memories he's made so far. Oh, just crazy. Now he's all... Steezed up every oh, day, oh, full, yeah. full sleeve so, tatty, just looking sick. And he hasn't even been paid yet. <laughs> oh, oh man, man. he's about to get paid. Paid. So, funny story about that, man. So, uh, 
when we were in Arizona, like I was, I was telling, uh, we were saying earlier, my parents, uh, go up to the cabin in the summer. So I'd yeah. always like have the, the house down in Arizona. Yeah. Brother, they would stay down and train. And, uh, we, so we kind of would have the boys over and just hang out and stuff like that after workouts. So, uh, one day after work, I like drop my brother off. Austin comes over there, hanging out at the house. I run out to go do something. I come back. And, uh, at the time my little brother was just getting into fashion, like, cause he's, he's always been pretty like art, like artsy and creative and that. And he really ended up, he actually just went to fashion school for a year. He just finished my younger brother. Um, but he was just kind of getting into it and, and he was just like <clears throat> altering his own clothes and kind of like doing a little bit of things here and there, cutting necks off of stuff and just very basic. But so I go out one day, come back and like, I'm like looking around the house, can't find Austin, don't know where either of them are. So I'm like, so I go in the backyard. And Austin, like my, so my little brother's name's Austin, but so my little brother, he's got the sewing machine going and he's like hemming a pair of pants and Matthew's just standing there in like his boxers, butt naked. He's got his t-shirt. He's cutting his t-shirt. And I'm like, I literally look at you guys. I'm like, what are you two doing? And they're like, well, he's like, well, he's hemming my pants and like, I'm, I'm altering this shirt. And I'm like, dude, you guys are idiots. Like just fabric going all over the ground. Oh man, that's mess. funny. Best story on the high button right there is that right there. <laughs> Austin Matthews altering his pants into him oh and his shirt. God. And that's the funniest part is like that was when he had gotten back from Switzerland. So like my little brother was going to like he was going to the thrift store and grabbing like five dollar jeans oh, yeah. and like hemming them up and cutting them and so Matthews was like, Oh, that's sick. Like I want I want you to hem some of my stuff. So he brings over and Austin's like looking at my little brother's like looking at his jeans and he's like <laughs> man like these are like 650 dollars jeans <laughs> he's like yeah well like i don't know like i want i just want you to like ham them like bring them in a bit and austin's like well what if i mess up he's like i don't know i don't know it's not a big deal yeah. <laughs> he's like, no, not, not a big deal didn't even care and i was like he made enough money in swiss even oh, then dude yeah that's, wow that's hilarious man that's awesome yeah man we were lucky we were very very lucky to get to Meet some cool guys and and grow up in a cool place. That that city is insane. That your your uh, your other buddy there, JT. He's uh he's into that that type of shit too. Eh? Like, oh yeah, fashion and stuff. Oh yeah, man. Did I? I think I, I was. I think I told you this. I was trying to get him to come uh, play in Australia. I was talking to him no on way. Instagram there, and he was like, "Man, like, I really have been considering it." Like, I was like checking. He's like following like. AIHL teams yeah, and like yeah. AIHL I was like this guy does want to come like yeah. I'm gonna try and get him uh, yeah, yeah dude he's funny man small world <laughs> very yeah. very small world yeah no I always bug him I always say he's our he's our creative butterfly of our group <laughs> creative he's, butterfly. he's been that man you know like he he's one of those guys that like he's he's been that way since day one and he was probably one of the first hockey players I met that really kind of broke the mold of of being a hockey player yeah. he was like I play hockey but I also like other things and yeah. I'm into this and that and do my own thing. And, yeah. and it was cool because moving to Arizona, especially being in Calgary, which is such a hockey city and such a hockey town and everyone at school, knowing who your dad is and knowing the situation. And, and I mean, that's great. I mean, the minor, like minor hockey was great and didn't have any issues or anything like that. But once you leave a, a hockey city like that and you go somewhere where, especially like Arizona, where it's definitely not, not a hot oh, topic. Oh, it's the furthest the thing from. No, yeah. yeah. It was uh, it was cool. That was really the first time we kind of all got to just live as normal, I guess, as you can as you can in that situation. And my little brother got to go to high school there his whole career, um, which is unreal because their high schools are the dopest things I've ever oh, seen. Oh man, life. yeah. Like, why? Have, what do you mean? Like they have out like there's the high schools like outdoors. So like 
like when you walk out of your classroom in Arizona, like you walk out and like some of the doors just like walk right into like an open foyer, like outside and your lockers are like, you, like, you know, when you, like you see a movie that's like based in California and like the lockers yeah. are outside and they like have like oh, benches yeah, and like yeah. fountains oh, yeah. and stuff. Everything's like, legit, just so That's rich. what his university or his high school was. That's I went to like sick. pick him up the first day I was down there for Christmas. I was like playing junior hockey. And I go pick him up and like I pull in the parking lot and every car is like brand new BMW, Porsche, like <laughs> pimped out truck, all this stuff. And like <laughs> oh, every man. kid is just like because there's so much wealth down there and like especially in some of these areas. And like it was crazy. It was a whole nother world. So, but yeah, <laughs> JT's a beauty, man. Yeah, he's, he's a beauty. Yeah, he seems, he, like uh, a, seems like a good fella. He's done Where's now. he live at now? Arizona still? No, he's in L.A. actually. He's kind of getting in the podcast game, too. He's uh been podcasting kind of just doing um just kind of influencing stuff like okay that, did he know, uh, so. did he retire he was, he yeah. was in france or something wasn't he last year yeah i think uh i think he played a bit in france i know yeah. he was in russia but that was like two years ago for a bit um and then i think last year he was in france yeah, yeah for i don't know if he ended up staying the whole year or not but i think he's had like, some concussion issues and stuff like oh, that okay. and kind of just gonna settle <clears throat> down and he's uh He's got a pretty good gig going for him in L.A. With yeah. like, I think he's got good uh, good setup there. So L.A. is that'd be fun. Have you been to L.A.? Like, no, literally, like that's like one of the places I want to go. So oh, I've been go. like all over the states, obviously playing. Never been to California. Like I, I flew into LAX, but I was like, that was just made me froth. I just wanted to oh, miss man. my flight. And, it's a terrible, terrible airport. Oh yeah, it's brutal. Oh, yeah. But like, I mean, I'm a, I've been a Kings fan since I was a kid. Like, I, I just want to go to LA so bad. Yeah, yeah. it's dope, man. <laughs> LA is dope. I mean, I love it because I've never spent like an extended time there. So yeah. like, I, I think you do hear people be like, oh, it sucks. But yeah, it's more of a vacay spot. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, I like it a lot. I mean, anywhere that's warm and has beaches is dope. Yeah, yeah. Say, just hang out by the beach. Like they say, don't hang out in Hollywood. Hollywood's yeah. just full of like homeless people. Yeah. Bunch of wannabes. I walked yeah. into the McDonald's once and caught a guy jerking off in the urinal. Like that, that's Hollywood. Dude, that's just like American things that happen. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That could just be America. I don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> that's just American. Know, man. Yeah. But yeah, oh, like fun. beaches, oh, unreal stuff. Yeah. yeah. Any place with palm trees, I think that's my, I think that's yeah. that's yeah. my kryptonite palm Dude, trees. Yeah. That's a Arizona man. I'm telling you, it's the greatest place on the planet. I'm a big, big advocator of it. Have you ever been to Arizona? No. Nope. Man, I got. I, my parents were there like four years ago. Said they loved it. Yeah, it's unreal. There's just nothing about it that pissed them off. Nothing. No. Yeah. Got I, a little hot, but that's it. Yeah. Did you guys? Did you guys ever make anything of that? Uh, go like you know how you'd go play like. Like a Div One team, remember how that it was in the yeah, works yeah. where it'd go play Arizona State? <sighs> no, it never came. Oh I mean, I man, wanted to so what bad. What are you talking about? So like in uh, with like the AUS and I guess kind of like U Sport, like all the the men's hockey across Canada. Like, um, if it makes sense, like all the way across Canada, the teams from like BC, Alberta, Manitoba, Saskatchewan, all the university teams, Ontario, will just kind of go like straight down yeah. and play all those university teams in the okay, States. Okay, okay, okay. So like... So BC, we played like UMass Amherst and like yeah. UConn, I think is, is yeah, what we played U- or whatever. And then Sacred Heart. One yeah, time. yeah. But we won it. None of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, play Arizona State. We have a pretty beauty story about that trip. <laughs> <laughs> Tell it. What story? Oh, oh man. man. So tell it. This is my first year, and uh, do you know what he's talking about? Oh already? yeah. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, I was just getting out of junior hockey, and I played for a super, super, super like 
insane coach in juniors. Like this guy like told you when you could piss kind of thing. Like Fuck. very, very strict. And uh, so it's my like first year here and kind of getting the vibes of the place and getting a good relationship with the coach and stuff. And like things are going well, feeling it out. Uh, so then we're heading down to, to Boston for our U.S. trip. Sick. And uh, so the coach at practice calls the boys in. He's like, all right, boys, like bus is leaving at five o'clock. It's like we're loading at 4.30. This is morning. In the morning. Yeah. Yeah, because we're driving like, what, it's like 15 hours to get yeah. down there. Wait, right? so you, you're at the form right now? Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. finished practice. Yeah, just, just finished practice. And he was like, so this is when the bus is leaving tomorrow morning. Okay, okay. Right? Yeah. I get yeah. it now. I get it now. Yeah. Okay. So it's Thursday night. So the boys are sitting around <laughs> at the place. And we're like, well, I mean, we've got to be on the bus at 5. Yeah. We're going to sleep all day. Might as well go get a little snap on and <laughs> jump on the bus after we're done. So the boys hit the town and uh, oh. had a night. And next thing we remember, our alarms are going off at about 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. We were supposed to be on the bus at 5. Oh, oh yeah. Man, I've never in my life panicked so hard. <laughs> just I've never moved so fast in my yeah. life. Some of the boys were waiting to pick us up to go. And yeah, just, they would already been at the rink and they like came, came back. back to get us because they or- originally tried knocking and we were just like out oh. of it. So the bus came back or the boys no, came the back? No, boy, the like, they sent the boys back to get us and it was just a mockery. Like I went there with... With nothing. <laughs> nothing. I had I had like a tracksuit jacket. I had to buy all my clothes. For some reason I thought it was okay, like I just grabbed my book bag in the morning thinking I could do some schoolwork. Nothing in it. All my schoolwork was all, all my schoolwork we're was like, on my desk, so like, I had a track jacket and had to buy clothes. We're and, like insta panicking. We're there yeah. for like three days and we're all yeah. just in ultimate panic mode. And like yeah. me and Johnny, the other roommate, kinda get some stuff in a bag. Nosey just grabs his book bag and just walks right out of the house. Book bag tracks you, boom, yeah, gone. That's and it. then that was the funniest part, man, is the whole ride there. I'm like, I'm sick, dude. Like I'm like, oh my god! Like, if this is juniors, like your bag's packed, you're going home. Oh yeah, like, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, I'm done. I'm like, I'm done. This so, did you have it. your suit or anything? Like, no, oh, no, you had nothing. nothing. <laughs> so you had to get a suit down there. Oh right? yeah, I bought, I bought everything. I would literally put my tracksuit jacket on and grabbed an empty school bag and went <laughs> and went away for four door. days. So funny, dude! Yeah. It's hilarious. So we literally get on the bus though, and like we're both like not i mean technically rookies at the time so yeah. we're sitting near the front of the bus and we literally get on there's two seats on this entire bus or three seats on the entire bus open one for johnny one for nosy one for me and i swear man we got on that bus and our asses hit the seat i don't think we woke up for the I, next 10 hours. yeah literally i woke up in like deep new brunswick at like a like a rest stop like a one of those big stop uh, irving places <sighs> Just oh man, it was crazy. Did any repercussions come from this? No, they would never said a word. Like Nothing. no, that was my that was my initial. We we're out of junior moment. Yeah. I was like, we're done with juniors. This is yeah. this is the real deal. You know, it's it's preseason and like we're adults and stuff. And yeah. all all that happened was uh, we were walking the bus and Donzi throws out just like a a small like subtle like oh what time's the bus leave you little fuckers <laughs> right like and we're just yeah. like oh my god like I didn't want to I want to bury a hole and just. <laughs> Sleeping it for yeah. the next 48 hours. But <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. But then, uh, you know, had to shake off a crushing hangover for... By just sitting on For, like, you know, 15, 16 hours, and then we played. And actually, we, like, we played fucking so good yeah. against UMass Amherst that one game. Like, holy shit, yeah. Yeah, it was wild. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good one. That, that was the start of it, too, because that was man. basically, like, our first game. Yeah. But it wasn't a regular <laughs> season. Dude, oh, that was man. the best, man. Yeah. That, was, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just mind blown right now. Oh, yeah. Unreal. So funny. 
Oh, boys, we're coming up on an hour here. I know you guys got yeah. places to be, so we can wrap it up here. Um, you got to come back. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah absolutely. I feel like we haven't even... <laughs> yeah, no. No, man. Yeah, I love scratch shit. the surface. Yeah. Yeah. I love shooting the shit. I have, every single guy that's ever played with me just tells me to shut up every time I open up my mouth. So <laughs> no, man. They this is the platform. Yeah, this is the, this is the place to not do that. Yeah, yeah. come away and talk. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, so thanks for coming, Nosey. Thanks for yeah, coming. for sure. Um, do you want to say hi? I feel like the last minute is your guys' minute. If you want to say hi to family, friends, I don't know. You got a shout out. You got a game coming up. You want to shout out. You got an mm. exam. You want to shout out to your someone, yeah. I don't know, <laughs> professor. Give her. You got no, something? No, I just say uh, hi to all the fans and hope they enjoy the show. And if you're in town, you like to watch some fast-paced hockey, come check out the Halifax Forum. We're, uh, we're hurting for fans. So if you got nothing <laughs> going on. Check out the schedule. Come check us out. It's pretty good hockey. Make oh, sure to yeah. see what team you play for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dow Tigers. Yeah. <laughs> Come check out the boys. Not yeah. the St. Mary's Huskies. Don't yeah, go watch no. them. No, they get they get enough in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nosey, give a shout out to your team. Yeah, uh, you know, shout out to the uh, the Cole Harbor uh, Major Bantam Storm there. But uh, great great bunch of kids. Shout out to the other uh, coaching staff there: uh, Tyson Allers, Andrew Wig, Billy Hartley. That's some great fellas there. More so a best friend group than a yeah. than a coach group, but uh, oh yeah, yeah we we enjoy it. You know, it's a good time, and uh, yeah, that's it. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me back. No Belly. worries. We'll get you back come, soon. Yeah, I'll definitely come back again for sure. Love it. All right, everyone listening, hi button. Make sure to go to all of our social media outlets: like, subscribe, comment, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, iTunes. I think I got them all. Thank you very much. Love you guys. We're out. <laughs>